everyone. We just want to let you know that the Hockey Podcast Network has partnered with Tankathon and Cool Hockey for the NHL Draft Lottery Contest. So uh, here's how you enter. You go to tankathon.com slash NHL. You click Sim Lottery to create a 15-team simulation. You then screenshot your favorite outcome, and then you submit your entry by commenting with it below the post. Uh, you can find that post on the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page, as well as retweet it on ours. Uh, and then what you do is you make sure to tag a friend and retweet the post, uh, one entry per account. If you get all 15 teams correct, uh, you can win a $200 gift card courtesy of CoolHockey.com. And uh, for all other rules and information, uh, check out the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page. Thanks, everyone, and uh, enjoy the episode. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome to the Grit for 60 podcast. Unstructured edition. Yeah, it sounds about right. There's no hockey. None. No jets. No hockey. I don't know. It's not happening. Um, but the podcast will go on somehow. My name's Connor Farrell. You can call me TC. And I am joined live from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, everyone. It's Brendan, also known as TCJ. What, what do we what do we talk about? What, what did podcasts talk about during the lockout? I don't know. I don't I don't know how many podcasts are around two thousand four slash two thousand five. Well, twenty twelve. Well, yeah, but I mean that was for only like a few months. Long enough for them to have episodes like this where there's. Well, I guess they probably had the ongoing uh, discussions to talk about, but. Right, but it's also not like they stop in the middle of the season to have a lockout. This is true. But I... I'm... See, to me, the comparison is very obvious. And you keep finding ways around it, and I don't like it. Deal with it. I don't know. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Alright. But you had an idea of something to talk about. Yeah, so we got a little creative last time. Please don't. Uh, we got cre- <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, a little creative last time, and we talked about our NHL hits teams. Uh, I I did end up tweeting out our team, so if you haven't seen that, go take a look at our Twitter page at Grit for Sixty Pod, and uh, look at the team. Um, Tweet machine. Yeah. So, uh, but with that being said, uh, we kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, with the Jets sort of in playoff position, sort of, maybe, kind of, uh, we talked about potential ways we could resolve this and how we should do that. And by that, I mean 
what are realistic ways that most benefit the Jets? Is that what we're going for? Not really, but that's kind of what I figured what we're going to end up doing. Um, I guess, but I already know I have a preferred way of settling this. Okay. How would you, how would you settle this? Well, okay, so if you're in one of the three division spots for your division, you're in. If you're in the wild card spots, you play the two other teams just outside the wild card. Well, it's a weird way of putting it, but basically we have a playoff series, so the top ten teams in each conference basically have a shot. Um, okay. However... So, a best of three... The, the, um, the problem with this, right off the bat, is that your math is wrong. My math is wrong. You said the three teams in each yes. division. Okay, that's yes. six. Six. Plus, you said the next three? No, next two. Next two. Well, those are the two. So the two wild cards oh, okay. plus the other two out. I don't know. Or the two out just outside. For whatever reason, I was so getting, I was getting three plus three plus three equals nine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's the tenth team? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what math you were doing. I don't know. So you've got... One of the so the, your top wild card team up against the tenth team, your bottom wild card team up against the ninth team, mm-hmm. as a best of three play in series. Okay, and then that will settle your wild cards. See, I like that system the most personally, because yeah, I feel like um, we we're not in a situation where we can just say hey, uh, either finish the regular season. Because God knows when we're going to start a play again. But that takes another month. And second, I I don't think it's fair to be like, yep, we're just going to take the standings as they are. Right. Uh, I mean, the problem with the standings as they are is the Jets have played 71 games, and if you're Minnesota, you've only played 69. Hey. (laughs) You totally messed that up. If you're going to go, hey, just do the nice. I don't know. You just... (laughs) Okay, um, but see, and that's the and the Jets are only two points ahead of the Wild, or no, three points ahead of the Wild. So I guess the Jets are fine. But um, Vancouver, for example, has also played sixty nine games and two points behind. So that would also throw that off. Well, I imagine at that point, like under this scenario, you'd go by points percentage. Yeah, but which still sucks because the Jets have played I, two extra games. Right, and I, I just points. Per, I, I think even if you've got, uh, if, even if you use points percentage. If, if some teams, if you use points percentage and you just go in straight into the playoffs the way it normally is, you still are, you're going to, you're always going to have teams that are slighted, right? No matter how we try to do this, you're going to have teams that are slighted. And teams that have played more, you can arguably say, well, they've had more chances to earn points, get, earn their way into the standing. So I feel like no matter how we, how we slice this, you're going to have to find some way to even out the total number of games played as the fairest way to, to do this. Um, but I think at the end of the day, someone is still going to just barely miss the playoffs and be quite bitter about it. Because under the points percentage uh, tiebreaker right now, uh, the Jets would be out because they are .002 percentage points <sighs> behind the Predators. And... Point zero zero one percentage points behind. Uh, we're not. I guess I'm off, but I, I guess it'd be point one percentage point behind. Uh, who am I looking at? Most of uh, Vancouver, not Vancouver. Whatever, Calgary. Whatever. Something like that. They'd be. It was a very small, stupid, like 
point difference. Yeah. To the point where you're like, okay, does that really make you the definitive better team? No. And then I think, again, this goes... The root of this problem is that the NHL point system is dumb. Yeah. I hate the fact that some overtime games have more total points than non-overtime games. If my team isn't playing in this game, why do two other teams in the same chase get more points if they go to overtime? Why does my team lose out in that situation? It's not that's not my team's fault that they went took longer to decide a winner. Yeah, it basically means that you have to get like super hot in order to make up any sort of ground. Um, so I, I that to me is that's my caveat no matter what scenario we pick is I feel like the number of games played has to even out. And even then, if you come into this agreement to say we planned on playing 82 games, well, we've only played 71. I still feel like you would want I, the the playoff games are or the play-in games would be necessary. But maybe that's me trying too hard to make everything fair and balanced. Well, uh, I'm just looking at this article from Don at The Athletic, mm-hmm. because I refused to even attempt to uh, pronounce that last name. So he basically like created this chart of like playoff inequity based on playoff formats. Where, like, essentially it shows you, like, what teams would benefit the most from, like, a certain number of teams in a playoff format. And the Jets would be, like, one of the teams to benefit the least from, like, the usual 16-team format. Basically, like, as long as you don't do the (laughs) 16-team thing, the Jets are fine. (laughs) But if they do, like, the Jets are just, like, royally screwed for, like, pretty much no reason. You know what? If you scroll up a little bit. I like looking at all those zeros next to my team for the first time, you know? Just all, all, all zeros. All I mean, the zeros are next to my team as well, but for, but for all the di- wrong For different reasons, reasons. yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to have the context in there. Uh, no, I mean, if, if the Sharks were in there, the year that they win the Cup would definitely be the time that they got in as the 24th team and just won a bunch of, like, one-off games or something. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, okay, that Cup doesn't count. And it's just like, you know what? But do we have a cup? Yes. <laughs> Suck it, Buffalo and Vancouver. Uh, my Before we get too into this, yeah. if the Her- Carolina Hurricanes don't make the playoffs, they owe David Ayers something. I, maybe a state dinner? Like, David Ayers died for nothing. Mm. Well, he didn't die. He thrived. But, you know. You know what I mean? Like, was all that for nothing if the Hurricanes See, don't make the playoffs? I thought you were going to say that, like, if they make it by a point or two, they definitely owe him a state dinner. Oh, yes, for sure. You're, you're right. That is probably the more logical reason there. Um, but. Well, here's another idea. Mm-hmm. I know I just got done saying that, like, the Jets would be screwed over in a potential uh, 16 or 16 team playoff. Mm-hmm. What if the NHL just, like, got everybody to the same number of games and then did the normal playoffs? I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it either. It wouldn't benefit the Jets at all. No. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, if we do that, I mean, the Jets are basically, their season is over, I think. I think the most teams have played is at 71. Yeah, then the Jets have played their 71st game. Um, 
But like, could you imagine like coming back from so the <laughs> coming back from the break? Like, if you're the Jets at seventy one, right, and you're yeah. gonna get everyone to like, I don't know, seventy two. You you come back, you play one game. It's like, oh, psych, you missed the playoffs. Well, no, you would. Uh, to me, if they're gonna get to everybody to the same number of games, and they, they go to like if they go if they, well, if, well, if they go to seventy one, my my whole thing was gonna be, imagine being the Jets and having to watch the other teams you're in a race with play two more games, and you're sitting there not being able to do anything about it. God, imagine being a member of the Red Wings. And then, like, finally <laughs> you can stop speaking, there. You can stop. Like, Say no more. <laughs> like, oh, the season's over. Thank God. And like, yeah, we're gonna need you to come back and like play like I don't know three or four more games. What? I'd be like, no, <laughs> I'm just not showing up. I hate this team. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> See you guys whenever we restart. That's the other thing. That if they do restart in what June? Yeah. Late May, early June. Yeah. And basically, I think it's either September or October becomes their off season. Like starting the next season to me would just I don't, I don't know feel weird. Yeah, that was the weird thing um, that I saw was that uh, Bill Daly, I think one what some big position at the NHLPA, he was like, yeah, we're not going to consider anything uh, that doesn't have a full eighty-two game season. Oh, really? next Next season. Oh, next season. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes and sense. And it's like, okay, but... You're probably starting next season in November. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to go, like, no rest, which, I mean, it just depends on how many games, like, guys <coughs> are playing when they come back. You know, let's say they start late May. Uh, and let's say the playoffs end, end in July. Yeah. I guess you did. I mean, I guess under that timeline, I could see how they could just take August off and then do your normal calendar. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the break would be the off season is basically now. In that well, the off season situation. is now for a lot of teams, but <laughs> no, but I mean, like the, the, your summer break that you would have in August would it happen now up until whenever we restart. For the, I mean, for the players to rest. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially what I'm getting at. But I, I wonder if there are more legal issues at stake there where um, you would have to run this by the NHLPA first. But I don't know. That's just me. I'm just thinking out thinking out loud here. I don't know what the ins and outs are of that NHL, NHLPA agreement, CBA. Um, alphabet soup over here. Um, but it's just something I'm thinking like. I mean, I guess they we're in uncharted charted territory for a lot of reasons here, as far as that goes. Okay. So why why is this 16-team normal format bad for the Jets? I mean, because under most circumstances, they're just going to be eliminated because they're not in the top 16 right now. Uh, I mean... I mean, it would depend on how they would do it. I mean, if they just go, like, screw it, we're going straight into the playoffs, yeah, the Jets are out. Right. If they go, hey, we're only going to play a few more games, Jets are probably still out. I mean, they, they, they're still down a couple of games in hand, and they're only, like, what, a point or two ahead? They're two points ahead. They're two points ahead with two games in hand, like, against teams that are averaging over a point per game. Yeah. 
yeah, it's tough. So, but I feel like they're probably just going to make them do, like, some for, sort of training camp. And, but yeah, I feel like they're just going to make them do some sort of, like, training camp sort of deal. And then just be like, right, uh, we're going to play some playing games and then go into the playoffs from there. Now, are you a best of three when it comes to the playing games? Do you I, I think so. Do you, would you want more? I mean, I, I just I would think one is not enough. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But one, we don't we don't want this to drag out. However, if we're talking about things that could benefit the Jets, <laughs> oh, oh, a one, one game playoff where you just let's say, all right, yeah. Connor Hellbuck. Hellbuck. <laughs> yeah, you can you know you can Hellbuck a team and get him. Absolutely. Yeah, Hellbuck your way through the first round if you want to. But yeah, it, it's just. <clears throat> tough to figure out like what exactly they should do and how to also like keep it fair for everybody and that's sort of i guess the problem i don't know i think it's gonna be interesting to see like the way they let it play out so as far as playing the rest of the season what are you how how long do you want them to how many more games do you want them to play in this regular season I, I think they should just go to the playoffs. Just get this thing over with. Brennan, we're, we're, we're a Winnipeg Jets podcast. We have to... We can't we can't do the one that benefits the Jets the least. Well, no. We can just do, like, 20 teams and then just go straight to the playoffs. So so you're with me on the 20-team the scenario. I think 24 is way too many. Oh, yeah. 24 is way... At that point, why even play the first 71 games of the season? Yeah, when you're like, <laughs> if you're doing 24, you might as well just put everybody in. <laughs> Say fuck it, Detroit. Yes, you get you get a one game play in against like I don't know, fucking the Rangers or something. <laughs> it's like, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> why why did we even play the first three months of this season? Yeah, exactly. So. In a 20-game scenario, I'm looking at the Athletic here because they ran a few different what-ifs. Under a 20-team bracket, <clears throat> the Jets would face Calgary first. I mean, that's that, what, I mean, what is that based on? It's, I mean, I, I believe it's just based off their like uh, playoff chances and oh, their the model. Okay. They have a model, so <laughs> it would be the Jets versus Calgary. And, um, and really any of the uh, formats, whether it's 18, 22, 24, 20. That's a winnable matchup. That is a winnable... I just... I don't know. Something unnerving about the Calgary Flames. Unnerving? Unnerving. I don't know. I don't like it. I couldn't tell you why. I don't like it. Maybe it's Matthew Kachuk. That could be why. Maybe it's just Matthew Kachuk. I think he annoys me. Which is I mean, controversial yeah. take. He's no, very popular. I don't think so. I mean, he's popular among Flames fans, but I'm pretty know. sure everybody outside of Calgary pretty much just doesn't like Matthew Kachuk. Although I will say, I think we've got the goalie advantage in that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I th I think three-game series will hellebuck the Flames to death. For sure. Well, I mean, just considering Johnny Gaudreau went... Like pointless in his last playoff series. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, if this starts, if this starts, you know, late May, we might be getting some guys back. That might be probably the the, the plus side to this break is, we might be entering the playoffs where, the team, the players that are, we don't have teams that are like half dead. Oh, you mean like the Jake Gensel factor? The Jake. Well, but you you know you you hit this stretch of the season. How many players on a team are playing hurt? Right. Yeah, I was just thinking that like Jake Gensel is the first one that pops into my mind. Well, you know what pops into my mind? Ivan Provorov playing through a a shoulder that's like falling off of his body. Okay. Have you like? Pretty much the worst dislocated you shoulder you could ever. You've got to stop this Jets podcast into a Flyers podcast. Okay. You've got to stop. All right. Fair enough. Seek help. Fair enough. How? If this, this we might not have any answers on this whatsoever, but how far away is Brian Little from returning? I have no clue. Hmm. I have no clue. Because I'm thinking if if we get going back again in late May, is that enough time? I have no idea. I don't know. No clue. Uh, so let's talk about things we do know about. Um, so you like the Jets against the Flames? Yes. Why? I mean, I don't know. I just was like comparing it to what it would have been <laughs> under a normal <laughs> format where it's been like, all right, you get Vegas in the first round. Good luck. And it's like, oh, well, Calgary. Well, if they beat Calgary, don't they then get Vegas or something? Yes, but Calgary is significantly less terrifying than Vegas. Yes, but you still get Vegas in the official first round. Yes, but I'm saying, like, previous slots of, oh, shit, we're going to play Vegas or St. Louis, right? And then replacing that thought of, you get Calgary as the first time you play see, somebody in the playoffs. It's like, oh, okay, all right. See, I, the way I look at it is, in order to get to the insanely hard matchup, you have to go through Calgary. Yeah. It's just adding a step. It's not replacing anything. Right. Which to I'm me just, is worse. Yeah, I don't know. I you mean, look big picture. I mean, yeah. Like, I would rather lose to Vegas than lose in the playing game or games or whatever. But, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's Calgary. Like, Calgary's one of those teams I've just, like, barely paid attention to outside of, like, the Battle of Alberta. Because, I like, I just don't have a reason to care about the Calgary <laughs> Flames this season. Well, I guess, and that's kind of what worries me, is that I didn't pay too much attention to the Flames, and suddenly they've gone from not a factor in the season to the third team in the Pacific, which I guess isn't that big of an accomplishment, but it's still just like, suddenly they're a playoff team. They're here. Ready to go. Yeah. And that that's unsettling to me. Yeah, but like... Is Cam Talbot going to steal multiple games? No. No. Is Johnny, he, Johnny is, is anyone afraid of Cam Talbot? No. No. No, not really. It's like, yeah, the Flames have Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monahan. And Matthew Kachuk. But, like, they've just been okay this season. <clears throat> Granted, the Jets have been... I'm not really sure there's a, a word to describe the Jets this season, because just just because the actual on ice stuff versus the Connor Hellebuck stuff is like 
you know, there's a big difference between those two things. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, if Hellbuck just makes enough saves and Shifley's line just sort of PDOs its way to victory. Yeah. I'm like, that's a realistic way that the Jets can win because, oh, yeah, they've yeah. done that the entire season. That's the enti- <laughs> yeah, that's how we got here. Do I think that is a good brand of hockey? No. no. <laughs> but it's working. It has happened. Point shots Stop. work. Stop. Anyway. I gotta make this podcast interesting somehow. Yeah, I don't think slapping the table is one of Can you stop? <laughs> I'll, I'll do it again. You just spat on me, so thanks. I'll do it again. I, I, great, thanks. You're welcome. What else do you have? My hand kind of hurts. Yeah, from slapping <laughs> the table. <laughs> really enjoying your insights. In this episode. It's just been... Unbelievable. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I don't have that much... I mean, I'm not, okay, maybe I'm not excited. Thinking about this is interesting to me. Because we're in this... We have to, like, figure things out. Which sounds super vague, but it's like... We don't have a protocol for this! Yeah, we are definitely in uncharted territory. And I feel like the NHL has a rule for everything. We have found something they don't have rules for. There's no precedent for this. Correct. The NHL has a rule saying that you can't build a little line in front of the goal crease of snow. Thank you, Marc-Andre Fleury. But they don't have a rule for this, and we have to figure it out on the fly. Yeah. And someone's going to be mad about it. Yes. There's no way to sat- There's no fair way to do this. I guess that's my message. If you're a bubble team and you're mad about the outcome of this, don't be a bubble team. Yeah, I feel that is a good moral of the story here. Don't be a bubble team. I I suppose if you're complaining about like, oh, my team missed the playoffs by like (laughs) 0.002%. Win the game! (laughs) Maybe don't put yourself in that position in the first place. How about... Don't... Rely on the loser point. Or if, you know, I guess, like we were mentioning earlier, just like, um, hey, uh, yeah, you know, like earlier when we were just talking about, like, if we just started the season now and we were like, all right, well, it's not fair because the Jets have played 71 and, like, Nashville's played 69 or whatever. Just maybe you should have won another game. (laughs) Yeah. Just, maybe you should have just won. Maybe that what, like a game you lost in a shootout or something. Well, you know, maybe you should have won that. <laughs> and if we're talking about things that are unfair in the NHL, there is a whole laundry list of things that are not fair about the NHL. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I'm sure, I'm sure that there was like a shootout attempt, like the Jets had this year, and a shootout that they lost that they like hit the post or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. Well, I still remember when they went to overtime against the Capitals and lost because the Capitals aren't unbelievably talented team almost specifically designed for the shootout and but the the Jets forwards just like they had they didn't have anything that was really special right but I was just going for the whole idea of 
Yeah, what if that shot that didn't go in, or, or, like, that hit the post, what if it just, like, bounced in instead? Like, to think of that as a difference maker, potentially, between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs, it's so stupid, but, like, also, like, hilariously on brand. Have you been watching the Mighty Ducks? No, but that sounds about right. And it's, I mean, that's, that's Gordon Bombay. Just a quarter of an inch. And you know what was the response? Yeah, but a quarter of an inch the other way, and you would have missed the net entirely. That's a good point. I was thinking of, um, <laughs> oh, um, the asshole coach who was just like, um... Yeah, Gordon ended, Bombay. No, the the asshole coach, he has a kid. Oh. Like, there's no point in winning if you can't win big or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's not what I was going for. I was going for the inspirational shit. Listen... The triple deke in D2 is the lamest triple deke I've ever seen. <laughs> he just... Yeah. That's not a deke. That's just you puck handling. It's just... Be better, Hollywood. That's my message for you guys at home. Be better, Hollywood. Uh, but hey, you know, if you're rewatching The Mighty yeah. Ducks, <laughs> there you go. There's, there's some... Mighty Ducks related takes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like those Mighty Ducks movies are just so bad. I I will have none of this slander. They are cheesy, but they are fantastic movies. I think I went back. I will have none of and, this. Like I believe the Flying V was actually onside. Did the, did the lead person have the puck as yeah. they crossed the blue line? Yeah, and then as they shuffled Boom. it, as they shuttled it back, yeah. It, Easily defended, but onside. Also, the knuckle puck. <laughs> the knuckle puck. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, the one... Someone in... someone went to one hockey game and decided to write a movie about this. Well, like, the one against Iceland where it's like, oh, the, the knuckle puck kid is actually the goaltender. Like, as if nobody mentioned... Like, as if nobody saw the goaltender leave and then the actor... Or, like, the, the kid who, like, does the knuckle puck. Russ Tyler, I think that's his name. You know, he, like, dons the goalie gear, and then he, like, takes off the mask and, like, does, it, does the knuckle puck, right? Because, like, the entire game, like, people are guarding him, and he's like, alright, we're gonna throw you in as the goalie, and then when we finally get the puck in the zone. And they basically, like, pulled the goalie, but, like, the goalie... <laughs> but the goalie just... didn't go to the bench, the goalie... No, just... and then, yeah. yeah, and then he... I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure... Oh, I don't know, actually. I was thinking about it now, I'm like, I don't know if that knuckle puck was actually taken with a goalie stick or not. <laughs> I don't know. That whole, like, scene is just very stupid. Listen, somebody in Hollywood went to exactly one Kings game and then wrote that movie, I'm pretty sure is what happened. No, it wasn't a Kings game. It was definitely a North Stars game because they get that uh, they get that Mike Madonna cameo, I think. Oh, yeah. They get some, like, North Stars thing yeah. thrown in there. I forget if it's D1 or D2, but they're in there. So I'm sure that is the precisely one hockey game that the folks at Disney had seen. All right. You know, maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we should just watch old hockey movies. Watch old hockey movies and try to, to yeah. make Jets parallels. Not even that. We can just watch them and then talk about them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're stars for content, so we'll come up with interesting new things. But if you have yeah, any suggestions, cool. let us know. Send us. A, I'm pretty sure the DMs are open. So just shoot us something yeah. there. Who... On the Mighty Ducks are Jets players. 
Which which Jets player is he most likely to shoot a knuckle puck? That's oh, that's basically what I was asking, but more specific. I would say Kulikov. I was gonna say uh, no, Be- because know. point shots work. Who's always taking the who? I mean, like Kulikov. Oh, I've got the puck inside of the attacking zone. Bam! Point shot. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the kid who uh, knows how to knuckle puck and, like, shoot it from, like, the center ice face-off dot. I'm pretty sure he would have more than 35 goals in 677 (laughs) NHL games. I'm just... uh, But who else is shooting like he is? I don't know, but it would require the Jets to have some sort of offensively-minded defense. Are you you saying that um, Patrick Laine is the knuckle pucker? No, I'm not saying that either. Who then? Who else would be the knuckle pucker? I don't know. Maybe the Jets just don't have one. It's not a bad thing. I'm but, still voting Dmitry Kulikov yeah. because whether or not it goes in, he's the one shooting from the blue line. You got any final notes? Cool. Nah. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so with that being said. Uh, Feel free to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at GritPer60Pod. You can find me on Twitter at BFarrell77. You can find TC on Twitter at TC underscore 904. And yeah, so uh, stay safe, wash your hands, and have a good one. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.